Welcome to Cameron Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our Seventh Heaven podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing season six, episode 15 of Seventh Heaven. The title is I Really Do. And in Germany, the title is Get the Bride! Exclamation point. Um, our IMDb user synopsis is Robbie's apparently firm happiness with joy causes envy with his roommate. Matt is now in love with wedding plans, enough to vow his next steady date must be for keeps. Matt misses his date with a promising candidate, being commandeered for clinic duty, yet thus he meets a fellow med student, Rabbi Richard Glass's daughter, Sarah, who gets, do- who gets Doc's blessing. She insists they much- must meet each other's families. Although both parents' pairs plead against a mixed religions couple, the lovebird soldier on... What was your first impression of this episode? I would just like to say that this has nothing to do with Joy and Robbie. Why does this user think that Matt is jealous of Joy and Robbie? I, I, I'm not this user, <laughs> but wouldn't that be a twist if it was me all along? No. Um, my Okay, so my first impression is this is definitely a different um, technique that 7th Heaven has used. It's uh, terrible. To I'm going to te- come like right out and say I hate this. Um, where they've only focused on one story, and so much so that, like, your, uh, like, screen time with all the other family members is in service to the story, and it's maybe, like, um, like two, three minutes in total, whereas everything else has to do with, like, building up this romance between Matt and Sarah. Like, we go through an entirety of, like, what is supposed to happen within, like, I'd say a week, like, two, three weeks' worth of dates in one episode. Mm-hmm. But it also only happens on two dates. Yes. So, yeah. Um... I think Aaron and I have differing views on Sarah. Yeah, um, I don't like Sarah. And I don't... I like her right now, but that could change. I'm a fickle person. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. It's... Uh, this will be... I think we'll have a different way of, like, talking about this episode as well, just because there's only one thing that's happening. So the cold open... Uh, first, we'd like to discuss uh, something we didn't discuss last episode, which is that Robbie has a haircut, went to Florida, got new hair... It's much better, I think. Um, I always li- liked Robbie and thought he was good-looking and everything, and I think this haircut is doing a great service for him. So Robbie walks into the room as Matt is reading Bride's magazine, um, and it's all a laugh until we find out that Matt's actually reading the magazine not to find a bride, well, kind of to find a bride, but more so to figure out how to find a bride. He's like reading stories about how uh, wives met their husbands, like, what kind of dates and, like, what the husband said on dates and how they proposed. Yeah. And that's the cold open. And when we get back, uh, we have a conversation between Matt and Robbie where Matt's basically like, the next girl I go on a date with is the girl I'm going to marry. I won't, like, I won't go on any more dates until, like, once as soon as I find out that that's not the person I'm going to marry, I'm going to end it and I'm going to go start dating somebody else. But he's very, he wants, he's... What he says is, the Rev told, like, my dad has said two things to me. Find what you, find what you love, find who you love. And he's found what he loves in the form of medicine. Now he just needs to find who he loves. And he's decided that he's going to do that at the same time as he's preparing to leave to law, uh, med school. <laughs> Not law school. Not law school. <laughs> that would be a mistake. Um, so he, I don't even know how he lines up this one date he's got or who this person is. We don't know her name. We don't, we only know that she's blonde. Yeah. And that's it. Um, and he hasn't met her yet. So, um, so before this date, like, every sibling interacts with Matt 
about him getting married or something. I don't know. Yeah, we have, like, Ma- um, Lucy and Mary kind of laughing at him, at him about Bride's Magazine. But then we have Simon giving him that, like, $50 and then $90 for the date. And then Ruthie being like, okay, what's really going on? And everybody's kind of a bit, like, on edge because they think that Matt's going to do something stupid. But thankfully, Matt no, doesn't have a chance to do anything stupid because he gets called into work by... Jane Lynch, who's back as a nurse, as head nurse at the clinic. Yes, that's his boss. Uh, uh, there's so like a red blood drive. That there's he a Red to- Cross blood drive the next day. And he was like, yeah, that's why I'm working tomorrow. I forget why she said they needed him to come in today. I guess everyone else is working the blood drive. They needed someone today. Anyway. And this is uh, when he's like, I, like, I have a date. And he's like, she's like, well, whatever. He's like, I'm looking for a wife. And this is when we get introduced to Sarah Glass, who is... Who works at the clinic, but apparently Matt has never met before, or... Yeah, I'm going to presume that he's never met her before because he acts like he's seeing... They interact like they're meeting each other for the first time. Um, We don't know what her role is. I I guess we can presume she's also an orderly. She looks like she's, like, higher up than he is. Like, she looks like more like she's a nurse, and he looks more like he's an orderly. But I don't know. How does... They're wearing this... They're wearing scrubs. But, like, her, his job is all, like, cleaning stuff, and her job... Oh, she's, like, checking charts and stuff. Yeah, and, and like, yeah. she seems to be more in charge of supplies. I don't know. That seems more important. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would like to say the one thing that they did in this episode that they haven't done before is they've had Sam and David clearly speaking now. He Like, we have a couple of scenes where Sam and David are saying, like, Matt, Mary... Or bride book, or... Yeah, but still not really speaking. They're speaking, but they're not. So then we have what... I don't don't even think we can call it a montage because there's no music, but like this like set of scenes where we have Sarah and Matt running into each other in the hallway or at like a work desk or in like a room that they're both cleaning or something and having brief conversations all about like future husbands, future wives, um future kids, what, like, what they want, what kind of medicine they want to do, like, things... To, like, things of when you're getting to know someone, yeah. like, if you start dating someone, kind of. But Hopes, all, dreams, aspirations, yeah. but it's all those happen- are all synonyms. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all happening in, like, the hallways of the clinic, and all, like, successfully after, like, sub- like, they're all happening all in a row. And at the end of it, we run into Doc. Um, if you guys remember who Doc is, he is the... So when when Matt was first applying to med school, I think it was earlier in this season, yeah. he had to undergo the psychiatric evaluation, and then this guy came in who wasn't the doctor. So Doc, this this guy who wasn't the doctor, comes back. Um, and gives a seal, appro- seal of approval for Sarah. Yeah. And then uh, we find out that Doc and Jane Lynch are dating. <laughs> Which is, I'm really pulling for them. That's, yeah. I ship it. You ship it, yeah. Doc, what would, oh, I don't know what Jane Lynch's nurse name is. Otherwise, yeah, I would come up with a ship name. Just Jane Lynch. <laughs> um, so this is when Sarah's like, are you going to ask me out for coffee or what? And like, actually like this, because she's, we find out she's from Flatbush, Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and that they moved to the West Coast. Uh, and while they're drinking coffee, we, like, we get that, like, Sarah and Matt are kind of mirrors of themselves, of each other or whatever. So, like, Matt is a family of seven. She's an only child. Matt's p- dad is a reverend. Her father is a rabbi. Um, 
we later find out that, like, Matt doesn't have money, but Sarah does. And, like, but they mesh really well because they're both going to med school in Columbia, mm. right? They both... No, they're NYU. Well, in no, New it's, it's Columbia. Oh, okay. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. And they are, like, clearly hitting it off really well, but they kind of hit a snag when they find out that one is Jewish and the other is... Protestant. And I think this is the first time in the show where they've actually named... No, well, like, Protestant, there's, like, a whole bunch of different, um, like, Protestant is a big umbrella, and, like, I think Baptist is, falls under Protestant, um, like, Evangelicals, like, um, I can't think of, like, other, Episcopalian, those all, I believe, fall underneath the Protestant umbrella, so we still don't have the specific, we already knew that they were Protestants, Mm -hmm. but we, you never get a specific, like, branch of protestantism from and i apologize if any of those are not um do not fall under the umbrella of pro i'm not claiming that to know that they do but (laughs) i apologize if i've made an error there and those don't fall under uh protestantism but anyway um we also learn that well we've learned this already um one of the writers on this show has something against catholics like they're always poking fun at catholicism and i don't really i don't really mind i don't care um uh, but it's just like, how did they get away? They, they were really isolating um, a, a large group of people who could possibly be fans of the show. And while the date is happening, we have like we have this kind of like scene where you go to each like pair of Camden. So you have the Reverend Annie, um, Simon and Robbie, uh, Ruthie by herself, Ruthie and Happy, Sam and David, and Mary and Lucy, kind of like saying he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Like, like that. <laughs> um, all because, of course, he decided he was going to get married, and everyone thinks it's going to happen right now. Um, also on the date, we find out that... Um, oh, well, the thing is, so Sarah doesn't, like, realize that it is a- actually a date. I thought this was kind of cute. She's like, wait, it's a date? We took separate cars. Because <laughs> for some reason, if you're in the same car, then it's more like, like, it's a date? I didn't yeah. know that. Um, but they decide that they're both going to meet each other's families, and then they're going to go on, on another date tomorrow to dinner. And it, like, I don't know, it the, the whole feel of this episode was kind of like it was dreamlike. Everything happened kind of like, it kind of felt like what I imagine a Woody Allen movie is, because <laughs> I've, not re- I've not seen one. So I don't know what they're like. You just know they're, like, quirky. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's, like, constant rapport. Like, there's yeah. no, like, breathing space, really, yeah. in conversation. And they're always back and forth and back and forth with each other. So I guess that's what they were mimicking with this, like... Sort of. They were like, oh, she's from New York. Yeah. I, I guess that's what we're going to do. Yeah. So um, just a side note, also, I forgot to mention this. Uh, Sarah Glass is played by Sarah Danielle Madison, who is mo- who uh, was also in Judging Amy and 90210. And she passed away. Um, not too long after Seventh Heaven ended, I think in 2006 she died. Um, she had some sort of, I think it was some sort of kind of cancer. Um, oh. So she died pretty young. So uh, we'll always have the episodes to remember her. <laughs> we meet Sarah's family. Um, well, actually, first, you know, we have Matt coming home and all of the family. Well, I think the next thing they do is like, oh, where would we look for him? Like, that's when we have all the yeah. couplets. You know, like, what would, where, where, where would we look for him? Because he hasn't been home yet. And that's when Ruthie opens the door to his room and sees that Matt's already home. Yes. And, uh, like, all the family's like, what happened? What happened? And Ruthie says, so you're going to marry her? And he's like, maybe. 
Dun, 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 to be continued. That's not the end of the episode. It's about to be continued right here. <laughs> um, so the next day, um, Matt has another date with Sarah, a proper date. But beforehand, they're going to meet each other's families because they're so serious about getting married. They need to, and they need to move everything really, really quickly for some reason. So um, first, they go over, and Matt meets Rabbi Glass and his wife, whose name I believe is Rose. Roseanne or something? I f- it's with an R. It definitely starts with an R. I forget from my first watch through, but... Um, it is with an R. Um, oh is it Rita? No. No. Uh, Roxanne? Roseanne? Yeah, I think it's Roxanne. I think it might be Roxanne. Anyway, um, we'll get that straight the next time we're speaking about her. Uh, the rabbi is played by Richard Lewis, who is most well-known for me as Prince John in Robin Hood, the villain. Um... And also, I think he's in Curb Your, Curb Your Enthusiasm. He is, yeah. So, um, they kind of give... So, Sarah is their only daughter, and we learned that if they had another daughter, it would be okay if she were unhappy. But since they only have one daughter, they want to make her happy. Um, and they kind of are skeptical about Matt because um, he isn't Jewish, and they believe that they want their faith to be carried on, and they want. they always imagine Sarah would marry a nice Jewish boy, and they'd have Jewish babies, and it would be beautiful. A happy Jewish family. Um, and this is throwing, like, a wrench in their plans. But, so after kind of, Matt kind of pleads with them and is like, okay, how about I can I can learn about Judaism and, like, just like, you know, I, I, I don't know. So But the rabbi's like, you won't have time to do that because you'll be learning about all the names of those germs in the world. Um, so it's kind of weird because we don't know where they've left it. They obviously get to go on their date, and the parents aren't stopping Sarah from dating Matt, but at the same time, they're like, but we want a Jewish boy. So, like, it doesn't seem like they're okay with it yeah. either way. So then it's time for Sarah to meet the Camdens, where Sarah kind of, like, hits them straight out the bat with, like, uh, phrases such as, you know, I know that this seems risky and, like, kind of like, impulsive and stuff, but also it would be great to come home to someone after, like, a hard day at med school, someone who knows, like, what I'm going through. And clearly, like, Annie and the Reverend are like, well, you should date for six months before you make such a decision. And Sarah's like, or we could just decide now. And again, it, go, it like, there's nothing... It very much seems like they're doing this just to say that they've done it, and they've very much made their decision already. Because all of the protests are not, are, like fallen on deaf ears, one might say. Mm. Um, and the other, like, shocking point of this scene is that Matt hasn't told the Camdens that Sarah's Jewish. Yeah. Because she leaves and says, Shalom, and they're like, huh? So, apparently they're going to have a problem with it, too. Well, with, but the backwards, the opposite, opposite way. Um, so, then on the front, stu- like, on the front porch of the Camden house or whatever... Matt and Sarah have a little bit of an argument because Sarah says, like, oh, you told your parents I'm Jewish, right? And Matt says no. And I think the argument is about that. Yeah, um, it's basically like, she's like, oh, you've made up your mind. You don't want to marry me. We're going to go on this date and you're never going to call me again. And we have a moment, which we have in every TV show and every movie, which is how to make someone shut up. Just kiss them. Because you're just so passionate about what they're saying and you're so in love. You can't let them finish a sentence. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, they do that, then they leave, and as they're leaving, for some reason, um, 
the whole Camden family is like, Dad, you have to stop them. They're getting in the car. And he, and the Rev acts like he's going to catch the, catch the car. Um, but well, obviously he's not. Yeah. Um, so all the family is pretty invested in what's happening and they're like spying on him. Also, side note, I forgot to mention, during one of the like montage scenes with the like different Camden, like, twofers um and he's reading oprah magazine yes <laughs> um so at dinner we have another one of the scenes that we ha- like that we had at the hospital or at the clinic where we get bits and pieces of conversation we like go follow in and out of their conversation instead of following it all the way through um so one of the conversations they're having is about what like money right then they're having another conversation about sex um, then they have a conversation about baseball, and we unfortunately find out that Sarah is a Yankees fan, so maybe that's why I don't like her, because <laughs> of all the teams that she could choose from in, in New York, York she, she had to go with that one. Why couldn't she choose a not that one? The not that, that one. one. Um, <laughs> so, oh, they talk about politics, um, where we find out that Matt Camden is, is a, a Republican, Republican, and he voted for Bush. And then we find out that Sarah is, well, Sarah is a Democrat, but she would vote for Donald Rumsfeld if he ran for anything. But then she says, I like Bush. Now, let us also just say this is like, again, immediately post 9-11. So George W. Bush's approval rating at this time was like nearly 100. So I I guess that's the, it's the the nationalism sentiment. uh, But I was just shocked that they, like 7th Heaven even did this. I feel like they've been like purposefully apolitical. They take stands on like moral issues, but political stuff like... They've not really... we can talk about this now or later, but we kind of discussed how Sarah and Matt are, like, basically it's, like, the total opposite. Like, she's Jewish and rich, and he's Protestant and poor, and she has no siblings, and he has a ton of siblings, and she's a Democrat, and he's a Republican. Like, it's just putting them... Like, it's just like, oh, this will never work. They're two, two different kind of thing or maybe not who knows opposites attract kind of thing who knows so, how love works yeah uh, but yeah we get bits and pieces of these conversations and um they like the, the point is the point is they get to a point where they, they've agreed that they want to marry each other and they talk about like how how would you go about proposing and sarah has like oh i like i'm so excited but don't ask my dad first because i want you to be alive for the wedding and the honeymoon more importantly and like in that moment that's why matt's like okay well then i'm asking you to marry me now and so that happens on the second date and everybody at the restaurant claps for them but little do they know little do they know <laughs> what like the circumstances are um and this is well this leads to the end of the episode because the Camdens are all waiting for Matt to come home. And they're like, he wouldn't do any th- something this stupid. And Mary's like, well, I was about to do something this stupid, and I didn't. And he's my brother. Okay, and I we are... Uh, you know what? Yeah. Why did they destroy Mary Camden? Yeah. Why did they make her this... I don't even know how to describe it. They made her totally, like, in- incompetent. She's, like, dumb as rocks. And, and, you know, all throughout her high school career in the early seasons of the show... She was, like, a leader and smart and just, like, you know, Lucy looked up to her and, um... She was, like, a a good, like, a good person. Good student athlete. Remember she got that award? Yeah. The student athlete award that they weren't going to give to her and Corey? So she... There's nothing that indicates that, like, this total regression other than the fact that when they made her go crazy in season five, they decided that they needed to totally change the... Like, again... 
And the thing is, they keep on bringing it up, and we would, like, we get that, I just want to let it go. Right, exactly. Like, we get that, you know, this show likes to, like, bring up in family matters a lot, just to, like, so we know, like, you know, that one time the Rev was shot, which they only brought up once. (laughs) But, like, um, or, like, his heart attack, or, you know, uh, Grandma Jackson dying. But But this is a thing that, like, you would think that Mary would want to leave in the past, and if this was me, I would freak out in my family if they kept bringing up how... Well, Mary brought it up herself this time when she said, like, I almost did something that crazy, but... But, like, Lucy is like, yeah, well... He would never do something, like, more stupid than you would. And I'm like, Lucy, you do stupid shit all the time. Remember when you, like, c- like kept your wedding ring when you weren't, like, with Jeremy anymore? Because you were like, I'm going to keep the ring. It's, it's mine. It's a gift, yeah. God gave it to me. <laughs> like, come on. Come on, dude. Yeah, where does Lucy... Lucy needs to come down off her goddamn high horse. So the episode um, ends with all of them going to bed, being like, we can't really just wait around for him. And we don't know where Matt is. We don't know where Sarah is. We don't know what the glasses are thinking. This must have been for sweeps. This is. It's the last episode uh, in February. This is Fe- because yeah, because this is like a cliffhanger sort of. We don't know what's going on. Did did they or didn't they? But also, why would anyone just assume that they did? Uh, I mean, it's obviously like good for us to assume, but like the Camdens have no idea what's going on. They don't see what we're seeing. Yeah, we don't see how swimmingly this relationship is going. Yes. Um, so anyway, what do you want to... Rate this? Rate this, yeah. Um, you know, I think I'm going to give this... Because it's so different, I think I'm going to give it, like, a 4.5. I'm going to give it a two and a half, two point five 2.5, because I hated it. Um, I just... It's because I already know... I'm familiar with the character, right, Sarah, right. I think. And I just don't want to, like... I'm not invested in it. And also, I said this a little bit, they tried to play into, like, this... Jewish family stereotype, which, like, you know, I hate that when people are like, oh, stereotypes are based in truth. Like, maybe, like, it may or may not be, like, what Jewish families are like. And maybe, like, this is what a rabbi's family is like. But it just felt too... um, Over the top. Yeah, yeah. And and they're like, oh, and we're from New York, and we got these accents. And I don't know. um, It just... I know. Sarah and her family feel over the top to me. And I don't like it, and I don't like her as a character going forward. Um, I find them all kind of annoying. Um, I currently like Sarah. I, like, don't really care about the rabbi or Mrs. Glass, so uh, we'll see oh, if that Oh, you'll get changes. to know them better. <laughs> see if that changes. Um, you can listen to us every Wednesday and Saturday through the uh, I- Apple iTunes podcast app uh, or on Stitcher or uh, on SoundCloud.com slash CampingCast. We are also on the social media at CampingCast Show is our handle on Twitter and on Instagram and we're CampingCast on Facebook. I'm Tanby. I'm Erin. And this is CampingCast. Cast.